making content, putting out content, finding guests and booking the guests and making sure that, you know, they commit like the, the world doesn't like stop like the, this thing doesn't stop. I guess it just goes back to the mama mentality. Always, always want more, always, always strive for more. Hey, welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. I have my good friend here. How's it going, man? Happy to be back. No, it shouldn't be about anything. Like this is yeah. one life. Yep, one life? Like fucking yeah. do it. My guy. But she just got it. She totally understood it. 20 years old when I started just watching a lot of movies. How it, and it tells a story. I want to tell a story. Today I have a very special guest, Mo Karimarad, who is a podcaster and content creator. What's going on, buddy? How are you? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well, man. Thank you uh, for coming on the show. I have to say, out of everyone I've had, no disrespect to my past guests, but you have the best setup. You got this clear, it looks like 4K quality right now. Uh, we got blurred out on-air signage, <laughs> the lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's uh, it's all credit to my producer, Alex. This is his uh, set right here, his whole studio. Um, awesome. It is definitely something we, uh, we try to um, really, uh, you know, highlight and um you know keep the production as you know top tier as it can be for sure <laughs> yeah it's uh you know flattering on my part right because it's like you have a lot of respect for coming on the podcast and you want to look your best so it always uh you know relieves me to know that um guests uh, are respecting the podcast as much as i do because you know it really is an art form you know and so many people kind of forget that it's not just two people having a conversation it's uh more than that for me, I set up this plat platform as a way to like explore creatives like yourself, like their journeys or experiences and gain an insight uh, in order to help other creatives um, listening to the podcast and, and in any which way they can um, learn from these experiences for their own careers. Yeah, I mean, like based on what you said, man, I mean, it's, a, it's for sure a craft. I mean, people just think it's something they, you know, I just come on screen and talk and um you know bring guests on but it's a whole different you know there's a whole si other side of it right but i'm sure we'll get into that yeah of course like i like how i introduced you right you're a podcaster and that's how we uh met we connected uh mm -hmm. through your own podcast called enjoy your 24 uh where you hosted prolific comedians nima naz and mark anthony synagoga um and for those that don't know i was uh part of that little venture because i was documenting nima naz's i'm your sugar daddy comedy tour as a behind the scenes director, uh, when we made our visit to Vancouver, um, your guests had the opportunity to share uh, hilarious experiences on the road, you know, like everything that we kind of encountered and a lot of laughs, you know, I witnessed it firsthand. Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of surreal for me because I'm used to listening to a podcast and viewing it, you know, from a, from a screen, right. From another perspective, but to see it in person, um, I don't know. I added like an organic quality. Uh, would you agree? Yeah, man. I mean, with that particular episode, it was, um, I was uh, fairly nervous because, you know, just on, you know, based on who Nima is um, as a, as a, you know, as an influencer and a comedian, you know, the caliber of guests that he would be on the podcast and not to mention to, you know, bring all of the equipment that we have here, the mics, the, I remember that. the soundproof and everything all over, you know, to um, the other location. It's just a very stressful um, uh, process, but. Yeah, man, it came out really well, um, and, uh, you know, Mark and, you know, Nima and you and all the whole team were so gracious to, you know, um, allow me to come there and uh, get the, you know, record the episode, um, but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a fun experience, it's very exhilarating, and, um, it's, uh, it's, um, it's one of those things after every episode, you, it's like a, it's like a rush, after um based yeah. on what you just did and um you know it's uh for me personally one of the issues i have and alex knows is i i, I tend to critique myself a little bit too much uh, um you know just based i i think back as soon as the episode ends and when the recording stops i think back on what i could have said differently or yeah. uh present a certain thing but yeah with that particular episode it, it went very smoothly <laughs> No, it did, man. It, uh, like I, I said, I commended it because I witnessed it firsthand and everything seemed like it just flowed. And it, it was, I think, exactly what you intended it to be, a hangout. Um, just a bunch of guys like shooting the shit. Um, mm. The questions, uh, even on your part, um, I thought were 
pretty insightful, like the way you, you set them up. It wasn't uh, contrived or forced or anything like that. Um, you hit, like you would have your laughs, you would have your segments, and then you would find a way to transition it um, and change the tone entirely. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, again, I'm, <laughs> we've never, well, we met in person once, but mm. uh, most of my guests have never met them. You know, it's straight DM on Instagram and, um, you know, gracious enough to have them as a, a guest. And my point I'm getting at is, you know, the fact that you can um, entertain them in person, you know, have that conversation is a whole different animal. Um, and I want to know from you, like, is your podcast entirely predicated on having in-person guests? Yeah, so um, preferably in person. Okay. Um, absolutely, if we can't, if the guest can't come in person and it needs to be over Zoom, um, we we do have an option for sure. Um, like one of my guests, uh, it was my former uh, prof, professor from SFU, from university. Uh, she couldn't come in. Um, but I still absolutely wanted her to come on because she's so intelligent and has a lot of value to provide. So, of course. Um, you know, the, the the only thing with, you know, online, Zoom, whatever, um, whatever software you use, it's 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 usually the quality that um, is a, a little bit of a issue, um, you know, just in terms of audio and and uh, and video. Um, we try to really keep it as crisp as possible. I mean, if it's we can the best we can do with it. Right. But of course, preferably in person, um, just have that, you know, intimate um you know face-to-face conversation it's uh i mean it's it's always better yeah no of course man. and then, like i said watching you host that highly entertaining podcast episode it reminded me of my own passion for the medium and the intrinsic art of conversation which is what we were discussing beforehand um that people don't realize it's uh not as black and white you know there's there's definitely something more to be said about having a conversation with someone and joe rogan is, is a huge inspiration for myself i listen to him constantly when i go to the gym it's probably one mm. of the reasons why I go to the gym uh, because I just have something in my ear or else I get really bored fast. Um, mm. But my point being is that not only am I treating it as an entertainment session, but it's educational, you know, for myself, like how to carry a conversation, uh, how to divert into different segments, transition uh, segues and things like that. Um, it's a constant grind, you know, and uh, before starting this pod or at the time when I did start this podcast, I should say, um, interesting and enough i didn't uh, provide any questions to the guests it was kind of like you know just uh shooting uh um going off the cuff free right for all yeah free for all kind of thing type thing yeah improvise yeah and what i realized quickly is you know it doesn't work for everybody right uh, maybe it would be different i have to admit if it was in person um because you just feel the room better but uh the whole virtual aspect and just again the way my mind works I need my my questions to reference from uh, just to make sure that it's like there's an overview um, because at the end of the day, I want to tell a story to the audience, um, whether it be my story or yourself. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think what I'm getting at is podcasting everyone, you know, they look at it as two guys or girls or one or the other with a mic. But in reality, everyone works at it and approaches it differently. Um, so you're always going to have that flavor. Mm. Yeah, I mean uh honestly man it's it's a skill of its own man i mean every every different every guest is different um every guest you know there's i've had guests where um it's um you know they've taken they've taken the um driver's seat and have really you know kept the combo going and Mm -hmm. um really had uh, a lot to say which is great it's a great thing um and also, I've had guests where you know they've they've said a few things and kind of sat back, which is also fine, which is you know great um, for any episode. And um, yeah, I mean, one of the one of the things I've had to learn is to become a host because people think it's you know I always tell people it's different when there's no mics and cameras and people watching and things being recorded and going live of course um it's a whole different animal when all of those things come on right um you know i always tell my buddy like my friends the people around me like me and you we could have a conversation right yeah. now it's, it would be a great episode but i'm telling you man when it, once the lights and cameras all come on there is an element of okay i'm i'm on uh, i'm on stage right now i'm in the spotlight right yeah. And to be honest, I had an issue with that at the very start. I um 
I I had the presumption that, you know, when I first started the podcast that it wouldn't be like that where it mm. would just be um you know, me and a close friend talking and, you know, not really thinking about much else. But I remember even the first episode, the very first episode, um, once it began, I was like, oh, wow, this is, we're into it now. It's a whole yeah. different thing. It's a whole different dimension. Um, but with anything else, man, I think for aspiring podcasters or people that are podcasting right now and have this issue, and I'm not saying I'm great at it. I'm not saying I'm you know, totally over that, uh, that, that emotion, but I think it's just repetition. I think it's just repetition, um, getting as much, as much, as many guests as you can on different types of guests. Um, and really just, um, not f- worrying about what other people would think about it. Cause that's also a thing. That's also an aspect of the, the worry and the, the anxiety that comes with you know everything turning on and all the lights and the recording and the live feed and all that um so yeah i would say just you know you you almost got to like let go of that and just kind of stay in the moment and be be yourself stay present i mean stay i it's easier said than done but pretend like there's nothing around just you and you and the guest or guests no it's true uh it's well said you know like at the end of the day (laughs) It's uh, part of being human, but the reality is, is we're self-conscious creatures. Um, you know, I have a dog uh, now, um, you know, in January, I got myself a dog and it's amazing to me. You see, you see this dog, you know, taking a piss, taking a shit <laughs> and he doesn't care who's around. Right. Um, guy has no pants, but, but I'm, what I'm saying is I, I, the reason why I had deep thought about this is because I read the, the book, the power of now, and it always had said something like, you know, why are human beings the only species on earth? that like suffer with depression and anxiety and stress, right? Um, it's that blessing and curse that we we're self-conscious, self-aware of our existence. And you'll never see like a rabbit that's depressed, you know what I mean? Like just um, for no reason, right? Like just kind of moping around unless mm. influences dictate that, right? Like a human being, like the way they treat it. But mm. um, my point being is that um, it's hard uh, to overcome those things because they're innate, they're, they're natural, uh, and part of being the human experience, uh, even for myself, you know, when I first started this, when I first put myself on the camera, um, I would stutter a lot and I would like have to do takes and, you know, I would get really angry talking about being self-critical. I was extremely uh, hard on myself and I still am, but I've learned mm-hmm. that, um, it's counterproductive. Uh, it's not going to improve you or get better. Um, positivity really does go a long way. Um, positive affirmations. I should add that, add at that. Mm-hmm. So, I can understand, I can relate to that, where at the end of the podcast, you start to critique yourself and say, hey, you know, I could have done better. I should have said this. I've had that too. I've had days where I, in my head, I'm thinking, speaking like Shakespeare, like I'm so eloquent. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Um, and then there's times when I'm like, you know, I, I just can't even formulate my thoughts and I'm stuttering and I'm stumbling over words. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what it all comes down to, because I'm a filmmaker, right? Film director. And I go back to my, you know, my original craft. You got to put in those repetitions and you just got to keep at it Um, because so many people, especially in our generation, as you would know, it's, they want the instant gratification, right? Everyone wants that hundred million dollar Spotify deal, the Joe Rogan experience. Um, Mm. You know, people tell me why, like, you know, people are more supportive than they are uh, haters of the podcast, but I'm just saying is people that are skeptical, right. will say like, you know, what's the point of doing it? Like, why do you keep, you know, having these conversations, right. Cause I don't get paid for it. Right. Um, But I do it because, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. I do it because I love it. And as you would say the same for yourself. And the second thing is, is that there's always that ambition, right? Of why not? Why can't I turn it into something profitable? So, mm. um, yeah, I think it's very important. Absolutely. to consider. Yeah. I mean, I mean, adding to your point, man, I think also with that, you just got to realize that no episode's ever going to be perfect. Exactly. There's never going to be an episode where you host it flawlessly, perfectly. Um, and, when you come to that acceptance, um, what I've come to that acceptance that it's never going to be perfect. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to, you know, mess up my words. I'm going to say something I wish I didn't say or I should have said, but it is what it is. And the only thing I can really do is listen back to the episode and see what I could have done better. Um, even watch myself on video because I, I do it on video as well. Right. And see how I, 
you know, move my facial expressions or how I maybe could have, you know, used my tonality in a different way, right? So there's a lot of things to it, man. And I don't want to get, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I guess where I get that from just being so meticulous and um, detail oriented with it is, um, I mean, the reason why I started the podcast was because of Kobe Bryant. Um, he, because I'm a basketball player, I, I played basketball. That's, yeah, I was actually um, going to ask you about that with regards to the, the origins of this podcast. So yeah, please tell us more. Yeah, so back in, so a little background on me, I, I played basketball my life. Um, nice. I played college basketball and um, my idol, my role model going up was Kobe Bryant. Um, right. And uh, he had, you know, everyone knows, I mean, for people that don't know, he had the, you know, Mamba mentality. He was just an animal work ethic, um, of course. very meticulous, very detailed, um, very just, you know, passionate to his craft, always trying to get better in any way possible. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Of course. And basically, um, I would say around 2018, uh, a lot started changing my life uh, personally and within my relationships and uh, things um, really started to change. And it was um, it was it was a it was a tough time. And okay. one of the things that I found uh, uh, peace in was listening to different audios on YouTube. Um, and then back uh, back in 2018, I actually didn't really know what a podcast was. I kind of had the idea of what a podcast was, right. um, you know, sort of just two people talking. But, um, yeah, I just started – I remember I started listening to a bunch of Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, right. uh, the different guests he would bring on. And I honestly started listening to these podcasts while I fell asleep. So it was oh, like a it was like a meditative thing for me. Right? Yeah. And um you know, I'm sure I don't know if you know about the Bill Bill Simmons podcast. Sounds familiar. Um, Probably haven't he, checked yeah, it out. Yeah, so yeah. He, he talks about basketball and a bunch of different sports okay. and right. um I remember listening to him and it was just it gave me a lot of um happiness and uh, and some and calmness listening to him speak because he also has a, a really uh calming voice of course and i started becoming more familiar with the podcast world and the whole space and what it's really about and you know i just started really looking into different podcasts com uh, you know comedic podcasts with that uh with a bunch of comedians uh, bobby lee brendan schaub um you know theo vaughn all those guys and i really you know, grew to uh, love podcasting and what it really meant. And I felt as if in Vancouver, there wasn't enough platforms where people can freely talk mm. about whatever. Interesting. Um, and I really felt like, it, and growing up, man, I, I was always, you know, willing to, I, I always loved dialogue. I always loved conversation, you know, right. talking to different people, talking to my friends about different things, controversial topics, debating, you know, locker room talk and the basketball, you know, practices after practice between the, you know, after games, staying after, you know, late, you know, after practice, just talking, shooting the shit about whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, exactly. And I always thought like, damn, like this would be cool to like record and just, you know, let the world see it you know right. just give a couple laughs to a few people i got it and uh yeah man i think and then so the way it started the way the, the moment i decided to actually start the podcast was when kobe bryant passed away mm. and i just decided to do it man i just said why the fuck not i said why not and um i just did it and i and i actually had a call center call uh or call center job before hmm. and i a lot of people over the phone would tell me oh man you have a great voice you have a radio voice so that was like a little yeah there was there were so many little things adding up for me to really decide at the end yo i'm just gonna do it you yeah just I mean? go I, for it of course exactly yeah. right like if people were telling me yo you don't really you, your voice is annoying or i don't really like i'd be like oh, i don't know maybe this isn't 
No, it's uh, true. It sounds very, it's a very resounding voice. That's something that we were pointing out when we met you. I remember mentioning that. Um, oh, your appreciate voice. it, man. Oh, it's very <laughs> distinct, right? Like, um, and that's what you need. It's almost melodic, right? When you're, when you're listening to, to the person on the podcast. Yeah, exactly, man. And yeah, that was just, you know, there was a multitude of things that added up for me to start it. And I just said, why not? And initially, man, the podcast was supposed to be a, it started off as a basketball podcast. Um, oh, okay. And it started off with just basketball get players, coaches. Um, I even I had pro players, college players, um, my former college coach, come on. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so the, the name itself, the name of the podcast, Enjoy Your 24, it's basically enjoy your day because it's 24 hours in a day. Mm. And when I initially started it, it was, um, you know, a salute to Kobe because of his number 24. I was just going to say, I thought it was more to that, but I, I completely missed the whole 24 hour. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So crazy. people don't really actually, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they, they don't notice that until I tell them, they're like, oh, That's okay, so that crazy. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, Kobe's number, 24 seconds in the shot clock and basketball. Nice. Um, so I had a lot of basketball roots in it, but now it's, you know, it's, I've transitioned into thing, you know, pretty much everything, you know, lifestyle, personal growth, politics, comedy, um, mental health. And I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm an aspiring, uh, clinical counselor um psychology oh. is my field nice so with every guest that i do have on um i try to implement a little bit of mental health in it one way or another because i mean uh, everyone you know goes through it. everyone deals with mental it. health yeah, at sure. one point or another so yeah man i mean and ever since then it's uh it's been um it's been going well and i haven't having different types of guests on and that's pretty much the origin of the whole, the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, and you definitely uh, clarified a lot of uh, questions I had in terms of the podcast, uh, its origins, and you know its intentions as well. Um, because you're an aspiring uh, clinical like psychiatrist, like you're looking to deal, do social counselor. So counselor, yeah, just okay, a therapist. Yeah. Um, nice. You know, psychologist. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. That's uh, that's my field. I. Are you in school I, for, I, now, right now? Currently? I yeah, I I'm looking to get into grad school fairly oh, okay. soon. Um, so um, like your master's, I'm a big yeah, my master's. So I'm okay. a big I'm a big guy in mental health, man. I mean, it's uh, I love I've that, dealt man. With, yeah. I've dealt with it on my own, of course. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I would say a bit of the motivation for me to start the podcast was also you know just to talk about mental health, talk about you know, specifically, especially for men too. Um, I feel like there isn't much talk about it, just men coming on and being vulnerable and really putting themselves out there and whoever, whoever the case may be, honestly. And, um, I think, uh, I think it's good to talk about. I just want to make it, I want to do my part and make it as, uh, as I guess mainstream as possible to talk about <laughs> No, it's true, man. And, uh, you know, I love, you know, your noble intentions. Uh, very, very noble of you to be advocating mental health, uh, especially for male individuals. Um, you know, you know, the statistics, I'm, I'm sure I don't have to share it with you. But to give some insight for the audience, uh, you know, there's men are susceptible three times more, I believe, something to that effect where uh, to be committed of suicide or suffer from some sort of like mental illness, like depression, anxiety, stress, um, and that's because of just how we're conditioned, you know, how we're raised uh, to not really be so open and honest about how we feel um, as transparent. And, you know, people will tell us like we're a progressive society and you're more than welcome to like be transparent about those emotions. But the reality is, is there are stipulations. And my point, what I'm getting at is with this um, <laughs> whole connotation uh, go going through a, a breakup, um, you know, people were consoling me. People were there for me, for sure. Um, you know, within like the first month, um, actually, sorry, I should say maybe first week. And then after that, mm -hmm. it was kind of like, you know, you're better than that. Let's go, you know, figure out yourself and, and, and move on. Mm -hmm. And it was one of, it was one of the, like the first times in my life, like I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and I was just, I was genuinely broken. Um, not for the individual, it was just more so like the whole experience. Um, and I was just constantly being told like, 
snap out of it, get out of it. Like even friends, like it's just, they were there, but they weren't, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, figure it out. Mm. And just looking into like their world, you kind of see that it's not the same for women. You know what I mean? Like they kind of are, are being treated in a, in a different sense. Um, mm. So what I'm saying is that like mental health, honestly, uh, is something that should be advocated for men, uh, especially because uh, a lot of people don't have a voice. A lot of people don't have the confidence um, or the vulnerability to truly express like, you know, I'm not feeling uh, great in the moment. My personal mm. thing for that is, you know, <laughs> invoking Joe Rogan's uh, kind of ideology, you really should go to the gym. Um, I know it's not, I know it sounds more simplistic, um, especially if someone's dealing with some severe issues, but I'll give you an example. I woke up today, like for some reason I had like a wave of anxiety because I got a lot of stuff going on in my life. And it's one of those things like, you know, your legs are shaking and you feel out of whack. I go to the gym, man. And I like put on the Joe Rogan podcast. I do my workout listening. I just tune out, like you were saying, like meditative and I feel alive, you know, I feel better. I feel more optimistic. Have those things disappeared from my life? No, I still have to deal with them, but I'm more confident, more courageous to deal with them. Um, mm. Do those kind of experiences uh, speak to you? Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I mean, at the start, I mean, still to this day, I deal with a lot of anxiety. Um, I deal with, I, I, I've dealt with depression before um, and just in terms of this podcast man i mean this podcasting and content creating itself brings a lot of anxiety it's interesting it's just it's in a world of anxiety and overthinking and <laughs> i relate and, to that by the way like i, I say man. it's interesting because um that's why i try to not get too sucked into it because i know exactly what you mean it's like if you sell your soul to it you have to always keep up and like you know what i mean you'll you'll have no time for yourself and yeah it's just a vicious circle yeah, man. I mean, it, it'll really get you doubting yourself. I mean, of with course, just yeah. think little things, man, like just posting something that you thought was going to do well on, on TikTok or whatever, and it gets 300 views, right? Yeah, and the then, worst. you know, and, you know, another video you post where it gets 400,000 views. Yeah. And then you expect every, every single Videos one after like that, that to be the exact same. Yeah. Right. So, but, that's the thing too as well i think that when that does happen you need to i feel for me i need to come back to my principles and the reasons why i started the podcast it wasn't for the 400,000 views it wasn't for the this many likes on instagram tiktok whatever it was to give a voice to to create discussion I, I, I personally like talking and conversating and having that dialogue. Mm -hmm. So everything else is just I brought a, a byproduct of what I'm doing. And and um, one of the things I remember seeing that Gary Vee said once was, who gives a shit what, how many views you get or yeah. many, whatever fucking likes you yep. got. If, one per if you impact one person... One, mm -hmm. just one, in any sort of way, in any, in any facet of anything, in any way, right? You've done your job with that episode, with that content that you put out, right? So I just have that in the back of my mind, man. Like I don't, if one person likes the clip I post on Instagram, I've done my job. That's it, right? Um, yeah, the way he puts it so bluntly is one person. If one person views your content, that means one person gives a shit. One person messes with your shit that you're putting out um you know and he he puts it so like blatant but the reality is is like <laughs> think about it right if, if i'm watching one of your episodes that you put out i chose to spend time out of my day to watch your content that must mean something right that mm. must that must speak to you and that's what i got to remind myself right with my content oh i was hoping for this episode to do 100 views but i only got 10 and someone actually told me the other day like i was like posting a recent piece of content and I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, for my numbers, it's, it's acceptable, but I'm just hoping for a bit more. And they're like 14 views. Are you kidding me? Like, I forget that that's 14 people watching it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and to discount them is kind of like insulting, right? Like that's, that's your base. That's your community. Um, you gotta like, exactly. kinda, and you, you gotta have to embrace starting small um, because that's the only way you're going to get to the top, right? You don't start with a million followers. Absolutely. And I think that it's, it's one thing 
with with that being said, I think you sh- I sh- like you no creator. Well, for me personally, I can't speak on anyone else, but right. the moment I start. the moment I start creating content because of the numbers for the numbers is when I lose authenticity, right? The gen, the, the genuine, uh, aspect of the podcast podcast goes away. The, 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 the honesty and the genuine part of the conversation goes away, right? Because all you're thinking of is, all right, I'm going to say this because I feel like this is going to get this many views or I'm going to I'm going to question this a certain way because I know it's going to be controversial and this many people on TikTok are going to see it and you know, disagree with it and comment, right? And I don't think that's the right way because it's not sustainable because at some point that motivation that that because I, it could it could for a little bit motivate you and help you get make content and create content but at a certain point it just becomes a little uh i think stagnant in terms of the fire so then that's when you have to come back to to yourself and ask yourself and tell yourself why did you start in the first place what what is your goal what is your purpose with these conversations and the content you're putting out so yeah i think uh i think that's and to add as well sorry man i know i'm I'm no no no, do your thing man no no i love i love what you're what you're it's great insight man yeah um i think there is a side of it however where you Mm -hmm. do need to be strategic at some points right um right i mean certain things don't aren't perceived as well as other types of content Mm. and you just got to be aware of that right like maybe oh you should you know maybe post this certain clip at this time or you know just wait a little bit for a couple days and then post the clip or i mean you know just just little things like because at the end of the day like like yourself like you we mentioned at the start Mm. we you want to make this profitable right this this podcast this 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 uh content that you're making there is a there is a goal of you know monetization and really growing it so there needs to be a strategic and uh analytical way to go about it and for me personally i absolutely want to make this profitable i absolutely want to monetize this and yeah. grow this to the highest it could get absolutely right. so there are certain th- you know, there's, there are certain things that I need to do that need to be, uh, accounted for. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just all a, it's just all a process, man. That's all I'll say. No, no, for sure. Like going back to what you were saying about, um, you know, making it as profitable as you can, um, you know, as prolific, the, the, the podcast platform, uh, enjoy your 24 really comes down to strategy. Um, and that's kind of something that, I've been aware of, I've been accustomed to, especially hanging out with like, you know, Nima Naz, Mark Anthony Sinagoga, just the idea of how important social media is, right? Um, as much as I want it to reach organically audiences, and that still could be a possibility. Um, I like to know that I covered all areas. And getting into like, you know, social media, it's a frequent subject I discuss on this podcast, uh, you know, considering its influence and efficacy for creators and entrepreneurs, like myself, you know, to establish a brand within their respective industries. Um, although I try to be consistent uh, with these, uh, you know, ways of, you know, strategies and um, avenues of, of marketing my content, um, it's a grind, as we were mentioning, right? And uh, it brings on a, its own kind of anxiety uh, in its wake. Um, so I've tried to use, you know, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube and transition now into like Instagram, and TikTok for the reels and things like that. But um it's been a challenge um, for a variety of things, right? Whether I get in my own head, whether I don't like seeing the viewership that I um, once perceived, you know, I, I originally intended, or because I'll be honest, man, like I just enjoy the platform so much that for me, you know, posting like exponential amount of like clips within clips within clips is like, you know, mundane, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, 
ineffective for me. You know, I rather mm. uh, use the time to, uh, you know, reach out to a guest like yourself and, and figure out, you know, uh, when you'll be able to come on the podcast, you know, expand my network, expand my guest list. So again, it's, it's about finding, like I was mentioning before, the, the balance, but also what works for you. Um, mm. there, I've seen podcasts, as you probably know, that they cut it up and cut it up and cut it up and to the point where there's clips and reels and little shorts and six seconds, you know, promos and things like that. But again, unless you have like a team, you have the money to spend. Cause again, a lot of these people that <laughs> have those privileges is because they have the resources to do it. Um, I really feel like it's a waste of energy. You know, I think, mm. uh, especially if you're starting your podcast, um, you're building your, your platform, your, your, uh, audience, your foundation, you should really focus on the, the, the essence of it. Um, the value it can bring the viewers as opposed to marketing it. That's what I took as a lesson from Joe Rogan. Like, Again, he's, you know, from a different generation. So maybe he perceives social media from a different angle. But at the end of the day, it's like the guy created the podcast and he said it was just about putting out, you know, a great piece of content, um, a great conversation between the guests I had. You know, it wasn't mm. about getting millions of likes and view. it was actually by accident. You know, a lot of people will say it wasn't by accident. You have this. He's like, yeah, of course, like I have this talent. I clearly do. And I work toward it. But it wasn't like, you know, Mr. B studying the algorithm, you know, all these metrics and figuring out like, where do I post and what's the geographic locations? And this guy was just putting out conversations, man. And I believe in that, um, as you should for yourself, like you'll have that either one guest, that one moment, you know, that one segment, um, or even for, from being a host yourself, like uh, that one piece of thought that will go viral um, mm. and will change the podcast forever. That's how I look at it. I look at always the guests that I had. Um, and I compare myself from yesterday, you know, like when I first started, I had my buddies and now it's like, I have people in the entertainment business, like working with Sway Lee or like, you know, working with Yeet, Yeet and Lil Yachty and like just rappers and, um, influencers and an array of uh, talent. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, with that, I think going back to your point on Joe Rogan, I, I mean, I would push back a little bit on that, man. I would say, okay, interesting. I think. Joe Rogan was already at a stage where he already had that platform where he could start a podcast and it would get a million subscribers within a week. I right? agree. Like you see so many guys, um, even, you know, NBA players, uh, you know, Theo Pinson, he just started a podcast. And I would say there are many, many other podcasters and hosts that are better right. hosts. Yeah than him but he already has i don't know fifty thousand subscribers right so i think absolutely there is that element of you know having that have providing the essence and the um the the honesty of the podcast through the content you're making through the conversations and really keeping it authentic but I do believe that there is a whole other side of this content creating, especially in the podcasting world, where you do need to put in the effort to really promote it, really um, put it out there. Like, for example, Instagram, for me, one of the things that I've started doing was paying for paying for the promotions and paying for advertisements, right? So, like, that's, that's an investment that I am... I, I need to take I need I am willing to take and I've seen it grow tremendously over the past few months I my buddies have hit me up saying yo what the hell like your podcast just exploded man like how like keep it going dude good job right and I mean that's just a simple like like you said you need the resources you need you, you need to spend money at the end of the day right to like make I'm, money. Yeah. to make money right and just you know, making ads for these little clips on Instagram, it's brought so many more followers, so many more likes, so many more comments, right? Whether it be negative or positive, right? Um, but I think, yeah, I, also, you know, alluding to what Gary Vee has said before and continues to say all the time is just put out content. Just don't even yeah. think, just put it out. 
and you don't know what what's going to stick. You don't know what's going to happen, right? And I'll give you a perfect example. I think we were at 300 subscribers, Alex, before the Migo clip. Yeah, so we had uh, Henry Pham and uh, Migo on the podcast, uh, two uh, combat sports um one's a one's a trainer and one's an amateur boxer um, nice. in and Migo is a jiu-jitsu black belt and he had a story um about uh, Steven Seagal hmm. uh the actor the infamous actor and right um and personally I thought it was a really funny story because you know I I I know Steven Seagal, like growing yeah. up watching him on TV, just how much of a goof he is sometimes, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's just so infamous in the in the acting community. And um, Alex, uh, my producer, he's he's a big fan of. Well, I wouldn't say he's a big fan, but he he loves the Steven Seagal stories. You know, he's a nostalgic what, figure for sure. Nostalgic yeah. figure, right? And um, there's just so many videos. There's just so many stories of him. So Alex decided to make a 13 minute clip from that story just me go telling his story oh interesting that video so we posted it i don't remember i think it was around january 6th on youtube on youtube yeah so this is on youtube this the the there's a full episode and then a 13 minute clip just with that video just the story of steven seagal two months ago we posted it january 12th and within the first few weeks within the first month it got like 400 views hmm. then one morning i wake up and it's at like five thousand. next morning ten thousand. next two weeks fifty thousand. it's at four hundred and thirty thousand right now i just i was just looking at it as you repeated that 433 to be exact 433 that's dude. insane and bro and a lot of comments and a lot of fucking comments a lot of you know almost a thousand comments a lot of hate but a lot of hate, that, yeah. and that just goes to show you man like i when we post that i personally when when alex decided to post that i just thought this you know it's just another video we're gonna post you know if people are really interested in steven seagal then they're gonna listen to this and think it's funny or think it's whatever but after a couple months, even after a month, it exploded, man. And from that, I think we gained around 400 subscribers, something like that. Um, so, I mean, it my works. point is you never know. Like, you it never works, know what pe- yeah. what's going to, what's going to, you know, stick and what's going to really pop off. And I had, we had no idea and... You know, shout out to Steven Seagal, I guess, you know. No, that's right? the thing, like, right? You don't know what's going to stick. My my thing is, like, going back to what you were saying about mental health is you have to also know when to take a break or when to step away because um, nothing should compromise your ability to function, right? Um, so what I mean is that, like, I was going hard on, like, the whole reels. Like, I was doing, like, three times a day for, like, two months. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was getting, like you were saying, like, I wasn't getting crazy 433,000 viewership, but... Um, I was getting, I gained over a hundred uh, subscribers on YouTube and got tens of thousands of, of views, like overall. And, 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 you know, another hundred, like a few hundred likes. But my point being is that as much as it was gratifying in the moment, uh, I had to shift my focus because there was a lot going on in my life. And I'm, I bring this up because a lot of people don't know how to do that and they get lost and they get sucked into this idea that they, they feel compelled to like, Oh, if I don't post, like no one's going to know about my podcast. Um, like I still post the podcast. I just don't post it to the extent that I like, and not to say that I gave up, given up on it, but I'm going to go back. It's just, I believe in that thing about stretching yourself too thin sometimes. Like, I don't know about yourself, but for me, like I'm a filmmaker primarily, and, um, I run a production company. So that's, those are the outlets that I focus on most, or that's what I'm trying to cultivate. And the podcast is a creative outlet that I'm also trying to do. Right. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, it's not something that. I don't know. It's just like, I'm trying to find that balance of, you know, figuring out what works in my favor. Cause I know at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. Like the bigger it gets, I'll probably have to relegate those roles to someone else. Um, maybe in the social media aspect and the marketing, but back to your point, 
you shouldn't also discount it completely, right? Because as you've seen with your your podcast, uh, the four hundred thirty three thousand, like I commend you on that. Like that's that's an accomplishment. That's something to to be seen. Um, but we don't know how this thing works, right? Like someone could see a video like that and be like, "Yo, let's go," and you have all these other videos. Like why aren't why aren't they sticking, right? So I think it really comes down to the consistency for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, just right. Like with that particular video, I remember being so hyped up about it for a few weeks right i was thinking you know i was on cloud nine like holy shit this is this is amazing and by all means like you you need to be proud you need to be you know happy with what you've done and how far you've come but i think the biggest thing with content creation and um you know podcasting in particular my in my space, it's one of those things where you really have to be level-headed and mm. really go back to the roots and the 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 principles of why you started in the first place. It all comes down to that, right? Because, gotcha. like you said, you know the you know the last few videos I've we've posted or the last few clips haven't gone 433,000 views, right? right? And not all of them are going to be like that, right? And um, I think, I also think what from the the point you made about burnout, it's absolutely a thing. It is absolutely yeah. a thing. And um, it's because you're, for me, I, I've been so focused and so locked in to making content putting out content finding guests and booking the guests and making sure that you know they commit and once they do commit once they get here right like making the clips and posting them and how consistent you are with posting them there's a there's a log and then the next steps right because right when you have a guest on boom it's over great now the next one now the yeah. next one right it's never ending right like i it doesn't matter who if I bring if I bring Drake on tomorrow, cool. Drake just came on tomorrow, boom, it's done. Who's next? Like the the world doesn't like stop. Like the, this thing doesn't stop. It's if it, it's, it's just crazy continuous. See, uh, That's you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and I always have this. Like I always have to say is because it's in my head. It's already happened, mm -hmm. and I'm just. It's just a matter of time and how and where and when. But my one of my goals is to have Tyler the Creator on the podcast. And because I thought it was the weekend. A, I remember you saying yeah. it was the week. So the weekend's uh, my favorite artist, but he's okay, okay. the thing with him is he's uh he doesn't like doing interviews. So you're right. I've never seen him like in an actual interview. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's done one with uh, that British guy, but that's what um, it's very very exclusive. What, Graham? I mean, was that the Graham show? Oh man, what no. British it guy? was uh, it was like an Apple. It's the guy that always. Oh yeah, the guy that interviews all those musicians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, forgot That's what dope. his name. You know exactly who I'm. No, no, about, yeah. Right? He is a Brit. Is he Australian or British? Yeah, he's like a bald guy, Aust right? Yeah, the bald guy. Yeah, 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 with yeah. The scruffy beard. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, going back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah. So one of my goals is to have Tyler create on because he's he was one of my inspirations going up. He's just nice. such an icon. But I gotta realize that. If I was to bring bring him on next week, what's after? What's next? Right? Because I've been so um, focused and, uh, you know, um, tunnel vision on getting him on that it's as if once he comes on, the podcast is done. I'm I'm putting it up. It's it's over. Yeah. But no, this is I'm I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going until until whenever. Right. So I think it's just, uh, yeah, just wanting more, keep, keep doing more, try to get better every single time I get on the mic and really fine tune my skills because it is a skill, man. I don't think people realize that. I don't think, you know, they always say like, Oh, I've seen, I've had a few people tell me, Oh, I want to, I want to start a podcast. And I tell them, absolutely go for it, do it. Um, but you got to know it's not it's it's not as easy as get a couple of mics start talking and like, there's a whole other side of it where you have to deal with you know 
I mean, just deal with comments, deal with different people talking about your podcast, different comments, the reception it gets, you know, whether it gets like 10 views or 400,000 or like, how are these things going to affect you? How are they going to, um, how are they going to influence whether you want to keep doing it or not? Right. So, um, I guess it just goes back to the mama mentality. Always, always want more, always, always strive for more. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And what a role model, right? Um, you know, Kobe Bryant, uh, and it's amazing, you know, how many lives he's touched, not only through the sport of basketball, but through, um, you know, his, uh, mentorship, mm-hmm. um, but also uh, his, you know, craftsmanship in, in terms of, uh, filmmaking, you know, like that's how I got in touch with him. Uh, mm-hmm. he made a film, uh, short film called Dear Basketball and you actually won an Oscar for it, which I'm Oscar sure you're aware it, yeah. of. Uh, beautiful film. I watched it. Um, I think I watched it briefly before he passed, but then I really like watched it the day um, he passed. And uh, it was really emotional because that's, it was emotional for two reasons. It was emotional obviously because he passed and you know, the profound effect he had on people's lives. And again, someone that's, pursuing an arduous career uh, of filmmaking i understand and i respect the mamba, mamba mentality and like what he went through mm. but i got emotional because i was reminded of why i love film you know and the the power it has um you know because i related to how much he loved basketball is how much i love film and the fact that he it was heartbreaking for him to like wrap it up you know because he had to retire uh, it's inevitable unfortunately for an athlete mm. it was uh, heartbreaking but it was also um extremely poignant and mm. a reminder of you know my capabilities uh being so young you know i'm 28 years old i know in society people like to say you're getting old especially the people we hang out with but i am i'm a kid um if you really want to re- relate it to the industry you know what i want to do what i want to aspire to i have a long way to go and again gary v right fucking mm. young <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah so dude. like yeah <laughs> yeah so what i'm saying is like Maybe it's because of how I grew up or my area right now, or just maybe it's in my own head, right? I have these these thoughts, but there are times talking about getting your own head. I really do feel like, oh, I'm getting older. I like, you know, I should be at this point in my life by now, whatever. But I really do believe in like taking the risk, betting on yourself, especially if you know you're that good, you're talented, because I've seen the, the rewards. I've seen people like give me those confirmations, even yourself, you know, like when I made those behind the scenes vlogs, you mm-hmm. don't know me, you don't owe me anything, right? We're not boys from like grade six. Mm. and you went out of your way to say like this was a fun time kill you you did a killer video like that to me shows that there's a market out there and i just got to tap into it and one day i'll find that but right now i gotta grind it i gotta hustle and and build slowly build the the community because i don't realize that indirectly i'm creating a community like yourself right now you know who Mm. i am so if my name comes up in the future you'll know exactly like where i'm coming from um and it starts with this podcast yeah absolutely yeah yeah man i would say that it's uh one of those things where um with podcasting i think it's you just got to keep well with any with any um creative outlet man i think we you just got to completely engulf yourself in it i think you just got to lose yourself in it right because i also had a lot of doubts um before when i started and to be honest with you, man, when we did the Nima episode with Mark, we were, we recorded that episode and we posted it, but for about a month, month and a half after that, I didn't have any guests. Oh, I was, it, it was one of those things with, with Enjoy Your 24 right now where I was on the, I was on the edge with it. I didn't really know if this was. You know, for me, I didn't know how much I knew I really I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know if I really wanted to lose myself in it. And then in December, something I don't even know. I don't know really know how to explain to you what happened or I don't really have the words to tell you what the emotion was, but. I just said fuck it like I'm 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 going for it. I don't care. Like it's I'm it's one of those things where I have one life to live. I I'm happy 
when I'm doing podcasting, I'm happy when I have guests on the the feeling I have after a show, the the feeling I get when people relate to it and tell me to keep going. Because another thing is when people come up to me and tell me, oh, dude, like that was such a good episode. That was really good. That was, yeah. you know, I learned a lot from that. Or yeah. man, that's something you need to like th- this, this topic, this particular to- topic needs to be talked about more. It gives me that it gives me the motivation. It gives me the fire to keep going. Right. And I think for me, man, it's just, I've always known that I want to do something cool. I know I've always known that I wanted to be a creator. I wanted to be in content and this just happens to be my, my avenue now. And, um, I've fully lost myself in it, man. I think it's one of those things with anything, honestly, with any endeavor in life, whether it be, you know, becoming a doctor, becoming, uh, a school teacher, an actor, a musician, a podcaster, whatever, whatever, an athlete. You just got to fully engulf yourself in it and accept the consequences that you're doing it, right? Like, what's the opportunity cost of me being here, having this conversation with you where I could, I don't know, be somewhere else looking at Bitcoin or... Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying, like, spending your energy elsewhere. That's what I I was discussing about finding that balance, right? Like, figuring out, like, what matters to you at the end of the day. Exactly, right? And... You know, yeah, I could, you know, there is, I could possibly be somewhere else making sales or something, you know, making some sort of money somewhere else or doing whatever. But, you know, I've decided to be here. I've decided to, you know, do this interview and grow the podcast because at the end of the day, this is also helping my podcast. Right. And I've decided that and I've, I've, I've. I've made that decision for myself and I just have to live with the consequences, whatever that may be. Right. Um, but I think, uh, yeah. And, and I've been fortunate enough to man to have a lot of people that support me around me. Um, because I think that's, I think that's huge. I think, you know, having family and friends that support you and are not afraid of being honest with you right like they, yeah I, I have that people that so yeah man and you know i have people that keep me humble that that call that keep me honest right like if if there are things that i'm saying in an episode where it's a little dicey they'll they'll let me know about it like hey man this is this is uh this is what i think of it um and you know, I, I'm very, very, very fortunate that I have a mom that um, really supports me in this and really supports me in anything I do, right? And um, I think that's uh, I'm I think that's very key, and I'm very fortunate to have that. So um, I think, uh, yeah, man, I think I just kind of just got to go for it. You know, yeah. it's cliche, but. <laughs> No, man, on that note, like uh, you said it best, uh, that's what we kind of gauged out of this podcast, um, this episode is, you know, doing it for yourself and um, going back to like Kobe Bryant, your hero, right? It's uh, at the end of the day, like you got to have the discipline to make it happen. Um, But you have to also be truthful um, and understand why you started, Um, because if you don't have a purpose, uh, then there's no point in, in doing it in the first place. And I told you my purpose, like for starting the podcast, I wanted to create a community, a a space, a hub, if you will, um, where creatives, entrepreneurs, like-minded individuals um, could talk and have open conversations about the industry, about the, their experiences. Um, network, it's a great platform to network as well, especially for myself. Uh, I've gotten a lot of clients because of that. So you have to find the why, right? And why you're doing it. But if your why is, I want to become the next Joe Rogan and make a hundred million, it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Uh, you have to go back to the root of why did you start? And hearing you on this episode today makes me realize it's not just a guy that in the pandemic was bored and wanted to do a podcast, you know what I mean? And like, you know, shoot the shit with people. Uh, You're coming from a very genuine place, man. And I really hope you always remind yourself of that. Um, You did it for emulate Kobe, uh, his teachings, uh, what he meant to you. 
uh, but also as a reminder of a place where you went through a dark time and almost like Batman, you want to like, you know, help the people uh, that can't help themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. um, going forward. So it's, it's a very noble and respectable cause. And uh, I wish you all the best. Absolutely, man. And I love what you're doing with this, uh, with this podcast, man, and bringing, you know, that awareness that people can do whatever they want and whether you think you can or you can't is it's the truth right and um in terms of content creating and you know being a creative i think it's just there's there's a uh there's an uh, a factor there's an aspect of just going for it just letting letting loose forget about it just do it yeah right and with this podcast, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to, you know, continue to come from a place of authenticity and honesty. And hopefully, you know, it, it helps someone out in some sort of way, right? In one way or another. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm very thankful that uh, you had me on. It's uh, it's a little bit, uh, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's fun because it's the first time I'm on the other end of, being interviewed so yeah. it's a it's a cool experience first no, it's great no no for sure and more to come right but um i definitely believe in you and uh i know that it'll uh, touch lives it's just about the consistency and um whenever you're in, in your moments um you're down on your luck just remind yourself of the why you know what would kobe do in this situation kind of thing mm. um but also just be uh just know it's acceptable it's uh, okay to have a break and to not like, you know, step into that whole burnout phase. But on that note, Mo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and uh, discussing uh, your experiences and developing your own and, um, you know, really uh, coming into your own perspective of, uh, you know, what it takes to be a podcast host, uh, but more importantly, a high value individual. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, of course. Really appreciate this, man. No worries, man. Uh, well, thank you again, Mo, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, everybody else for listening. And we'll talk soon.